Welcome back in to this week's edition of the Wildcats Press Pass. I'm sports editor and host Cam Beal. Bracket Lions could not be with us today. Apparently, power washing his building and he's trapped inside. <laughs> um, <laughs> your guess is as That's good as mine. Bra- bracket not joining us this week. Cam Beal alongside Spencer Marks, Andrew Gardner, and Josh Shaw, the beat reporters for the men's and women's hockey teams this year. Boys, how are we doing today? Doing really well. How about you guys? Yeah, doing good. Excited for the hockey season to kind of start up. It's puck time. So I I think it's safe to say we're doing better than the women's team is so far. Spencer, I'm going to come to you first as the correspondent for the women's hockey team this season. They started out their season with a home-and-home against BU. They dropped both of them. Yeah, you know, the expectations were – they were high. I mean, talking to Coach Witt um, before before these two games, she had a lot of high expectations, especially for week one. But – you know, unfortunately, the Wildcats end up 0-2 on the weekend. Uh, the first game, talking to her, you know, she actually liked the result of how they played. And, you know, yes, they lost 4-2, to and um, it was only scored by one of their players, but she liked the energy on the, on the ice, and um, she liked Kira Judicus. And Kira Judicus, for those who don't know, is a freshman out of Ottawa, who didn't play last season, her sports were canceled, but she hasn't skipped a beat. She scored her first goal as a Wildcat and the first goal for the Wildcats, just 22 seconds into the game. And actually that was the quickest goal for UNH since the 2009-2010 season. Um, so the Wildcats did come out firing. They, they had a lot of energy, but um, you know it didn't last too long as the rest of the goals in the game after her second goal was all BU and of course, going into Saturday, uh, it was not pretty either. <laughs> yeah, well, what did Coach Wood have to say about that one? <laughs> well, she was she was actually straight up with me. She said we played really bad. She was very disappointed in her team. Um, you know, coming off of a, a game where she actually wasn't too mad. She you know she thought that they had it in them to go win that second game, but obviously five unanswered goals and and they were spread out throughout the game. There was no life showed. But, um, you know, she's, she's optimistic going into this next weekend's game at Providence. And Providence last year, did um, they did well, and they, they played 8-2 and two at home, and um, they split the series with UNH. But um, one thing that Coach Witt said is that if they get to the puck with more aggression and they uh, play with more confidence, she's confident that they can come away with a win. Yeah, this week's game, obviously, in Providence. So that 8-2 and two at home for the Friars, that's going to be big because the Wildcats, obviously, they played a lot worse on the road this weekend. The first game was at home. They scored two. Obviously, they still lost, but then you go on the road and you put up a goose egg against BU, and they lay five on you. So that 8-2 and two at home last season for Providence is going to be big. All right, Spencer, thank you. That is the report on women's hockey for the week. Next, we're going to turn it over to Andrew and Josh on the men's team who get their season underway this Friday and Saturday when they welcome Union to the Winmore Center. Andrew, uh, head coach Mike Souza, he was featured in the Hockey East Media Day last week. What did Souza have to say about his team heading into the season? Yeah, Souza, I talked with Souza uh, last Wednesday at the Media Day. He seemed pretty confident about uh, the team this year. Obviously, they lost Angus Crookshank to Ottawa, who was uh, one of their you know leading scorers last year. He's been one of the best players in his first three years for the Wildcats. Um, but he kind of talked about how uh, a group of 11 seniors is something that they're really going to kind of look back on, whether it's on the ice, whether it's off the ice. And he really harped on leadership 
this strong leadership group uh, with Will McKinnon being the captain as as kind of the top point of this team. And, and one of the surprises this year was Mike Robinson coming back as um, a grad student to play his fifth year with the team, um, which is going to be huge because he's been he's been good in the past. So he talked a lot about that. Um, and he also talked about how excited he is to have fans back at the Whittemore Center. Um, you know, some of the other people in the uh, in the press conference were talking about, you know, just how great it is to play at the Whittemore Center, how lucky UNH is to, to have that as their home sheet of ice. Um, so he was kind of talking about how they like to play their own game there. Obviously, it's a Olympic-sized sheet of ice, so a little bit bigger than, than other places. And uh, yeah, overall he seemed pretty confident. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a crucial year for him and the team after a couple couple tough ones in a row. Yeah, the question mark that a lot of people had going into the season was, was who was going to be starting in net. We weren't sure if Robinson was going to come back for their fifth year. We weren't sure if Ty Taylor was going to take over. And we heard some rumors that Ty Taylor may have transferred. And I'm taking a look at the roster now, and he's not on it. So it looks like it. You know, you, yeah, you, you pretty much confirmed it. That yeah, it will be he, Mike Robinson. Yeah, it's Mike Robinson this year. I honestly. Can't even find where Ty Taylor transferred to. I just know that he's not in the roster. He's not mentioned anywhere in the programs. And, you know, I think that might be because, um, you know, he was supposed to be a senior this year. you got to think he was probably thinking, I'm going to step into this starting role. I've gotten, you know, a couple couple consistent games of playing time each year. Uh, and then when Robinson comes back, it's like, all right, I might I might go and look for another opportunity. I may have something right here. Hold on. Some live reporting going on. Stand by. Ty Taylor, Tampa Bay Lightning prospect, uh, will play for the Griffins in the 2021-22 Canada West season. Well, there you go. The Griffins of the Canada West League. Anybody familiar with that one? Uh, it, <laughs> All right. I'm sure it's uh, highly, highly touted. Highly touted. <laughs> uh, yeah. I have not heard of it. Ty Taylor, the... 214th overall pick in the seventh round of the 2018 draft of the Tampa Bay Lightning. We'll be suiting up for the Griffins this year. Yeah, I mean, honestly, pretty crazy. I, I feel like this hasn't really been a talking point around UNH a lot. Not that, you know, people go around and talk about the UNH hockey goalie situation on a regular basis, but uh, the fact that their starting goalie and backup goalie were both drafted by NHL teams, I mean, pretty impressive, and it's, it kind of stinks that they haven't been able to, to do anything uh, you know, have more success with that. Yeah, and one guy we've seen in conference, Jeremy Swayman, former Maine Black Bear now, was a starting goalkeeper for the Bruins for a short time last year. Is he – Tuca's still with the team, right? Yeah, the yeah, Tuca's yeah. still with them, although Swayman, I think, played in one or both of their first preseason games. And last year when he stepped in, he he looked really good in net for the Bruins. So you, you see how – and we, we also saw Spencer Knight, too, with BC. He went on to – play with the Panthers he ended up winning a playoff game for them so I mean hockey East goalies definitely translate well to the NHL so um you know we'll see if Mike Robinson I think he was drafted by the Sharks uh, yeah the Sharks yeah. so we'll see uh they don't really have much of a a goalie situation right now so we'll see if maybe after this year if he gets some time up there in the AHL I think there is their team still in Worcester the I have Sharks? no clue honestly I don't know why San Jose would have a team in Worcester, but they did at one point. <laughs> the the Kings had a team in Manchester. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, so on that note, let's turn it over to our Kobe reporter for the men's hockey team this year, Josh Shaw. We, we mentioned there, you know, hockey East goalies, they translate to the NHL. But, you know, UNH, that, you know, they're not a 
the top tier of this conference, like, you know, the BC, the BU, UMass, teams like that. They're normally not the cream of the crop in this conference. So, Josh, what do you see from the Wildcats heading into the season? Uh, well, you know, like me, I would say UNH is a redheaded stepchild of um, <laughs> of the uh, Hockey East standings. Uh, and I'm going to come out hot here, and this is probably not going to go well for me in the long term, but I think this could be a very crucial year for Coach Souza, and maybe he could get fired at the end of it if they don't turn things around. He's uh, a <laughs> right away. I'm going to you know, start off Again, hot. No, no reporting behind this. Just, no, just not a even hunch. a slight. Yeah. Well, it's a little more than a hunch. Okay. I mean, he's 22, 35, and 12 in three years here. And, you know, I don't want to be that guy, but let's be blunt. That's not good. That's underachieving, and no matter where you're playing, you can't be, like, 12 games under 500 through your first three seasons. So you're not winning a ton, and you're not doing enough to win or lose. So you're tying a lot. So that doesn't help you really either. Especially when, you know, just to get a step away from hockey for a minute, you know, you look at the upswing of a lot of the teams around campus right now, you know. Volleyball's a favorite in the America East. Men's soccer is a top-10 team in the country. Football will likely make the playoffs this year, I think. <laughs> Um, the women's soccer team, we know they're not having a great season, but a lot of talent on that roster. A lot of prestige. Um, so you see a lot of the teams around campus kind of, you know, making that upswing. The swimming, swim and dive, track and field, two of the best teams on campus here. And, you know, men's hockey is just kind of going in the other direction. I mean, yeah, they, they're finishing eighth in Sousa's first year in the uh, Hockey East, ninth the year after that, and tenth last year. I mean, you're, they're just not playing well. And I think this is really a hockey state. I mean, we don't really have a big program to rely on besides UNH, as New Hampshire does, unless you're a big SNU fan, which, you know, hey, that's cool. <laughs> but um, UNH is the bread and butter, and I remember being a kid hearing about UNH hockey, and this is a prestigious program, and they need to get back on track because when this team is good, this t- this town will rock. And so if Susan's not the guy, I think they owe it to both parties to figure it out and move on. But uh Maybe I'll be wrong. Hopefully I am. Uh, and hopefully this doesn't sabotage relations before uh, I even meet the person. But, you know, hey. <laughs> and, you know, uh, Andrew mentioned you got a, a lot of veteran leadership on this team, 11 seniors on the roster, I think he said. Um, what do you see from kind of the offense? Like he mentioned, you know, or I forget which one of you mentioned. I think it was Andrew. You lost Angus Crookshank. You lose Patrick Grasso. You're kind of just left with Jackson Pearson as that, you know, that frontline guy up there. And he's – was a finalist for the was the the Walter Brown, yeah, Wal- some very specific yeah, award. It was like um, the best <laughs> American-born collegiate player in in New, New England, England. and as a forward too, I think, yes. right? <laughs> Who's like five foot ten? And yeah, 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 it was like <laughs> a lot of other stipulations <laughs> yeah. on that award. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was a semifinalist finalist for that team last year. So, Josh, what do you see, or what do you expect from the offense this year? After you know you lose Grasso, you lose Crookshank. Uh, I think they're gonna have to re. Uh, let's see if I can figure this out. Um, they're gonna have to replicate that, you know, offensive output, and it's gonna be tough. It reminds me of uh, of Moneyball when <laughs> when Giambi and Damon left, and Billy Bean is wondering how he's gonna replace such an offensive output from just two players. I mean, Angus Crookshank took 83 shots last year for the Wildcats and was second in points. Patrick Grasso took 72. That's 155 shots you gotta make up from a team, you know, that doesn't have a lot of other backups. So it's gonna have to be relying on your seniors to figure that out and, you know, get those shots and put them on that. So maybe it'll be a more defensive-minded team this year. Uh, we'll have to find out and see what happens. But as of now, you know, they've got a big hole in offense, and someone's going to have to step up and fill that. Who's our Scott Hatterberg of the UNH hockey team? <laughs> Do we have a Jeremy Giambi on this team? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> Carlos Pena? We need a Pena. Uh, let's go with um, transfer goaltender. Um, 
his name is eluding me, but he's from, I believe, Alabama. He's, he's the roster up right here. Thank you. Yeah, David Fessenden. Fessenden. Uh, a transfer student from the University of Alabama. That's Alabama Huntsville. There we go, Alabama Huntsville. He's our Scott Hatterberg. Okay. Alabama Huntsville has a D1 program. University of Alabama does not. Really? It's crazy. Yeah, That's I know. None of the SEC teams have, like, D1 college hockey programs. They kind of do their own, like, D2 thing. Okay. I don't know, but. Sure. Just around down D2. Congratulations, sir. You are the Scott Hatterberg of UNH, hopefully. <laughs> All right, so UNH men's hockey, they open up their season this weekend in the Whittemore Center against Union women's hockey on the road at Providence for a one-game series. And I think that's going to do it for us today on the Wildcat. Oh, Andrew's got something. I got one more thing real quick. I was just looking this up. Josh was talking about how, you know, UNH men's hockey has been in the past a very prestigious uh, program. And from 1993 to 2013, the team made the NCAA tournament every year but three years, and they have not made it since 2013. So to say they're in a drought is like, <laughs> yeah, like they they got to figure it out. I just, I don't know. They better write the ship soon or else I think he may be, um, you know, elsewhere maybe coaching ty taylor and uh with the griffins the griffins <laughs> all right and i think that's where we're gonna end it today i gotta hop on this football press conference we've got mike souza headed to the podium in about an hour or so uh, i wish we could have squeezed in some of those quotes maybe we'll edit some in after yeah well next week yeah the editor's cut um so that is gonna do it for us this week on the wildcats press pass for cam beal spencer marks andrew gardner and josh shaw See you guys next week.